113023, the Vibrant 8. Greetings everyone, back again for a little mini tidbit whilst I take a hike, and today I want to talk about 8 jewels of longevity, of well-being, self-care, prevention, good stuff. So let's start this out. So first on this list of the Vibrant 8 is your state of mind. This is kind of a part of health that people who are solely focused on nutrition sometimes forget about. And then there are people who only focus on this and don't focus on nutrition. So it's really important to kind of have that widespread, you know, full panoramic, panoramic perspective of wellness. So your state of mind, super important. And everyone in this world has had some trauma. Some of us just have more. Some of our bodies tend to hang on to more. And what basically creates a trauma is if something that happens is traumatizing. So like the example I've given many times before on the show, we could both stub our toe, but depending on how each of us processes that, then it becomes a trauma. So we all should be working with someone. It could be maybe someone yourself it could be yourself yeah it could be someone it could be maybe a course you take it could be perhaps maybe some free videos articles a book but just working with a resource let's put it that way as opposed to someone to unravel the trauma in your life and trauma can be a trigger for dis-ease because trauma basically fiddles with our emotional state. So if our emotional state is on the fritz, that can cause dis-ease. And I believe that that's one of the major causes of dis-ease and also can be one of the reasons why people reach for low quality food, uh, engage in lifestyle habits that they know deep down on some level are very deleterious or relegated into the category of self-sabotage. So oftentimes it starts out with the emotional stress state of trauma and then the bad food choices are made which actually make things even more um, more troublesome and harder to get out of and then the bad lifestyle choices so it's kind of like quicksand if you will and a lot of people unfortunately don't know that the choices they make are food or really anything more but calories macronutrients you know gluten-free Maybe it fits into some dietary paradigm, but it's really more about, are these foods stimulating to me? Are these foods depressing me? Are these foods balancing me? And I'll talk more about that in um, probably a, like a full show, but just wanted to give a little bit right here to whet everyone's appetite. But basically just getting back to the first point that I wanted to make is that your state of mind is super important. So your emotional, psychological, and spiritual journey is crucial for resilience. And when people don't have resilience, what happens? They have maladaptive coping skills and they co-regulate with substance. And we see this time and time again. The substance could be scrolling. The substance could be alcohol. The substance could be junk food, pornography, shopping, etc. Some of these are more dangerous and can you know you can wear the 
the utilizations of these quite more easily on your body and skin and emotions than some of these other ones, but they all are things that we do because we deep down, many of us, probably all of us, unless we grew up with this type of paradigm of thinking, we are not told or raised in a way that we know what foods will actually balance and neutralize our bodies and we're not raised in a way where we're shown to not use substance or even other people for that matter for co-regulation. So if you are not in a state of peace, tranquility, love, and joy, which of course is our birthright, that state of ecstasy and bliss, your cells cannot care for you. This is something you need to be conscious of every single day. And like I've said many times before, if we're not in the process of regenerating, we're in the process of degenerating. So that's number one. Number two on this list of jewels of the vibrant eight is surrounding yourself with like-minded humans. This goes for IRL as well as online. We heal in community and connection and the people we allow into our inside and outside groups need to align with us. And we could say the opposite that if we have people who don't fit into our like-minded vibe, it can actually work in the opposite way. Or if these are people who are toxic or maybe they're dealing with too many of their own problems and it um, ruffles our feathers. So there's, there has to be some type of camaraderie or community going on. And I know these days it's harder and harder to find this. Uh, IRL. Many people are living these more solitary uh, lifestyles for many reasons. Oyid was probably one of the reasons, but this was kind of in place before Oyid AI. This goes back quite a bit, this whole indoor culture, this solitary culture. Uh, of course, as time goes on, you know, the older relatives in one's family typically uh, die. Like I'm thinking back to holiday celebrations of yesteryear that were so much more lively, had so many more humans there because these people were alive. But nevertheless, regardless of that, everyone dies, everyone's born, everyone dies, it's just the satanama. We have to find that like-minded community, super important. And if we can't find it in real life, we have to cultivate it online. Number three on the list is food. What goes in your mouth is super important. So you could be putting stuff in your mouth that really just belongs in the garbage can. What you put in your mouth is super important. It makes its whole journey from your mouth all the way down, I believe it's 40 feet, to your anus and it comes out as waste. So you don't want to put waste into your mouth. You want to put food into your mouth and have it come out as waste. So you must eat the right biochemical information for your cells or your mitochondria, chi, prana, or viral. Vril cannot work for you. And this varies from human to human. This varies depending on where you're living, depending on where you're at in your life. But I think we can all agree that there are certain foods or quote foods that don't really serve a lot of us. And maybe those should be relegated to very occasional quote treats, if you want to consider it that. Or maybe just cutting them out of your life altogether if they seem to be problematic or um, you know trigger foods foods for you. And of course, don't keep these things in the house. That's a that's a definite uh, don't. But yes, of course, food is important. But it's not the end all be all. But it's definitely important. And typically, the more you focus on eating good foods, the more overall you will feel good. And if you hear any stories from uh, older folks, you know, maybe like, let's say 80 plus or so, even the centarian ones, they all seem to have some type of uh, schedule where they feature key foods that contribute to their health. 
Also, number four would be water. Water is super important too, something a lot of us overlook, but water is so important because if we're not filtering our water, we can be getting all types of pharmaceuticals and just parasites and bugs and chemicals, um, you know, use birth control pills, used SSRIs into our water. I mean, yowza, that is so gnarly. Invest in a filtration system of some kind. Um, you're investing in your health when you do this because if you do not spend the time, money, and energy on your wellness, you may end up spending it all on your illness. And yeah, when someone is ill, the amount of money, even if someone has health insurance, the amount of money they typically spend to get back to wellness, whether they go through the allopathic zog, the functional light zog, or something like either unzogged or even less zoggy than that, it still costs a lot of money. So yeah, filtering your water is super important. Um, some of us live in areas where we have different concerns in the water. Some of us have hard water. Some of us has a lot, have a lot of chlorine in the water. So it really depends where you live. But I've recommended in the past a whole house filter if that's an option for you. If it's not, at least get filters on your shower and on your um, kitchen faucet for, for drinking and for making like soups and pastas and you know things like beverages, etc. Number five of these Vibrant 8 Jewels is physical activity. You have 800 muscles that need to be moved. Exercise will increase oxygen, helps with lymphatic drainage. Um, and brain-to-brain -brain neural growth factor. Exercising will also increase muscle mass, which you need to build a strong body. So enjoy even doing the simple tasks like washing dishes and doing laundry and going up and down stairs. Find every opportunity to move, move, move. But even um, cleaning is good, but I wouldn't consider that to be like your exercise. Like that's just part of like living and keeping your environment in a, in a tidy fashion or manner. You really need to be doing exercise and some of my favorite things I'm not really a big fan of the very stressful things like uh, the hit and all that type of stuff which I think is really just counter um, productive and counterintuitive for your our bodies I, I like things like hiking which builds endurance plus you get to be outside and it's free so that's good weightlifting yoga to increase your flexibility super important to stretch every day for our muscles as well as our fascia so being flexible, staying flexible, being able to get off the floor with ease, being able to bend over. Um, these are really important things that some of us end up losing as time goes on. And it also has to do with what we eat because if we're eating a lot of sludge food, it's going to make us fibrotic and calcify us. I mean, we really should have flexibility and stay, stay loose and limber and vibrant and vigorous into our later uh, years. So, I mean, I'm a proponent of everyone really working on their flexibility on a regular basis, getting into a split. I mean, a lot of us are storing a lot of trauma, especially in the hip region. A lot of us have sexual trauma, even if we weren't, let's say, sexually abused or molested in the classical sense of, of the word or the term. A lot of us have sexual trauma from circumcision, um, maybe a bad sexual encounter on a date. I mean, it could be, you know, uh, getting caught watching pornography. I mean, there's so many, um, someone saying something um, cruel and untrue about your genitals. There are so many ways that sexual trauma can manifest for a person. So you really want to be working out that hip area, especially, and uh, I think it's especially juicy and groovy to be able to work towards getting into a split. Even if you can't do a full split, just working towards it will kind of uh, give energy to that whole pelvic region. Number six, the sixth jewel is all about slumber, sleep, disease. 
states, um, uh, research states that 50% of the population do not get enough sleep and restoration. And it's been said that utilizing substances like marijuana will actually not allow you to get into a REM state. And yes, it can help people doze off, much like uh, booze can. And I'm not sure if booze inhibits the REM state. Possibly it does in larger doses. I'm, I'm not too sure about that. But uh, marijuana can get you to sleep, but it doesn't get you into that deep REM state, which is why a lot of marijuana users do not dream. And then when they delete the marijuana, all their dreams come back. And sometimes their dreams tend to be uh, explicitly vivid, sometimes very violent. I know when I was going through this mitigation process back in February, I was having some really intense, like vivid dreams, some of them violent. And I had to remind myself when I woke up that it was just a dream because they were almost like lucid to the point where I thought they were real and they were pretty scary things that were happening. So I had to remind myself that these were just dreams and that it was just a state of detox and that it was going to pass. Each day starts when you go to sleep. We don't truly understand the magic of sleep and the detoxification and repair and regeneration process our bodies undergo when we rest. So that's really important, getting that good sleep, keeping a sleep hygiene routine too, um, you know, doing a little ritual before you go to bed. I've talked about this on, on many shows before. Number seven on these vibrant and vigorous um, jewels, cleansing yourself um, every day. So doing regular detox. I'm not talking about going on like a three-day cleanse when the majority of someone's life is, you know, boozing and, and eating low-quality takeaway. I'm talking about gentle things that you can do on a regular basis, like a detox bath, like a sauna, like um, exercise, uh, dry brushing, castor oil packs, eating a good diet, uh, rebounding, taking certain supplements, uh, focusing on healing the liver, which is from what I can um, uh, muster up one of the root or the root cause of a lot of the dis-ease we see, a lot of the anger we see in the world, a lot of the hypothyroidism, a lot of the digestive dis-ease, low libido, uh, emotional distress, I think all comes from a liver that's uh, backed up that has an ill bile flow. You know, most of us or all of us are in some state of, of cholestasis. So we really want to be in a regular detoxification process. If you don't have a sauna, there's other things you can do to stay on top of your detox game, but it's more than just the heroic methodologies of like a three-day juice cleanse where you starve yourself for three days and you promise yourself you're never going to eat potato chips again. When we all know when the cleanse is over, you're going to eat potato chips. So we need to do something that's sustainable, that is relatable to our life, that fits in as opposed to jumping and flitting and fleeting to these kind of more heroic methodologies that really are not... Um, you know, they don't, they don't stick. So every um, animal in the animal kingdom utilizes baths to detox. Uh, be cognizant of the fact that there are over 200 chemicals that have been found in the placenta, the blood, and the breast milk. Even organic milk contains heavy metals and chemicals, which are terribly destructive um, to our DNA. And when I'm thinking of 200 chemicals, I'm thinking of the 200 chemicals that are still allowed to be used in food that is certified USDA organic. So organic is something, it, just like the non-GMO project thing they have here in the States, it's definitely something, but it's not everything. I, I tend to think that that's one good standard when we're looking at food, but what's more important is looking for food that are free of preserves. So we want to look for foods that don't have 
guar gum, locust bean gum, carob bean gum, uh, foods that don't have citric acid, natty flavors, seed oils. Like, for the most part, you want to be avoiding the preserves and the additives. I think overall that that's way more important than if something is U.S. DA organic, because many of these smaller businesses, especially these these farms, they don't have the money to get the U.S. DA uh, certification for organic, and they just say things are chemical free, and it's a far better chance that they actually have less than 200 chemicals in the stuff that's U.S. DA certified. So last on the list of the Vibrant 8 is EMF, or electromagnetic frequencies. These are one of the most significant toxic toxins that humans are exposed to uh, each and every day. Glioblastoma used to be a rare brain tumor, and now being diagnosed at record highs. We are electrical beings inundating ourselves with EMFs and radiations. How do we believe our hearts and brains can continue to function normally with all this man-made interruption? So something to think about there, um, using you know, uh, mitigation devices uh, to find out your EMF load, perhaps using like um, silver clothing or a silver blanket when you're computing, putting your cell phone in like a silver case. There's many of things that one can do. And I also think that, like we said, talking about the everyday detox just a moment before, that keeping the body in a clean state is going to make us less um, susceptible to the negative effects of the electromagnetic frequency. So that means doing things that will detox heavy metals. That means doing things that will keep um, eating industrial um, Zog foods and additives to a minimum because once the liver is able to do the detoxification process, we will be able to liberate that sludge from our system. Otherwise, it keeps on circling around and around and around and around in the bloodstream, and this is how we get dis-ease. And the more toxins you have circling around and around in the bloodstream, the more you're going to feel stressed on a regular basis. And of course, you could have exogenous things going on in your life that are stressful for you, like um, job stuff, family stuff, uh, relationship stuff. So there could be other stressors going on that have nothing to do with your healthy lifestyle. So that's something to consider as well. And one more um, bonus thing before I go. So after covering all these physical, emotional, and mental aspects, you also need to express um, gratitude, be thankful for um, being alive, be thankful for having homeostasis in your body, be thankful for cultivating peace, love, joy, and compassion in your body. So there, it goes a long way to be thankful. Oftentimes some people who have less are actually more grateful. Like there could be someone like, let's say a, a CEO who has a fancy automobile, goes out for fancy meals, you know, could buy anything he wants, go on fancy trips, but this person is absolutely miserable. And then there could be someone who works at McDonald's that lives paycheck to paycheck in a rental, and that person has a more gracious attitude and is happier. So oftentimes it isn't just what we have, it's our mindset. Going back to number one on this list, it is your state of mind. And I'm thinking the more I'm involved in this health milieu, which is going on, I think, how long has it been? I think it's been like 20 years since I've been counseling and, and doing all these things. Of course, the show has been going on since, um, I think, 20, 2018, and then 2019 was when I finally got my own show. So long, long time. I was actually even looking through all my older shows today, and I don't even know how many shows I've done. It's it's an enormous amount, especially if you count all, all the minis. But 
But going back to what I was saying about state of mind, I think that that is probably the most important aspect of our wellness. And like I said, food's important, sleep's important, exercise is important, detox is important, of course. But you could be doing all of those things, spending tons of money on like the finest grass-fed meat, the most beautiful local organic vegetables, the most high quality supplements with no fillers, you know, doing all the detox things with your sauna and yoga and weightlifting and you know, journaling and uh, sleeping well, using red light, etc. But if your state of mind is shit and in the toilet, all of that is really not going to make the biggest difference. It'll still make a difference, certainly. But there are people out there, like I said, who are way happier with a lot less. So something to really consider um, as you take this in and as you go about your day. So that's all for today on the Vibrant 8, last day of November. I'm going to get on with my walk now. I hope everyone is well in this big white world. I'll be back soon. And uh, if anyone's really interested, or I guess anyone's interested in general, I'm still working on the community. I know I said I'd have it out by the end of November but I'm still working on getting the community up and running. So thank you for your patience on that. That will be coming um, for the winter season, a little um, solstice type of winter treat for everybody, as well as um, full shows coming in the month of November. So I bid you well, have a lovely day. Satnam.